Welcome back to Inspire Reads with me, Mohamed Imam, and Shimaki here. And today we're joined by a special guest who's going to be speaking on some of the things in the book we read this week. Um, so the book we read was Kite Runner, and a lot of that um, book was based in Afghanistan, and our, our mate here is from Afghanistan. Yeah, so we thought, why not bring him one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But first, yeah, we'll just start off with a little welcome back message, <laughs> a little spoilers thing. Um, so last episode, we talked about... Um, our history with books how we started reading books like how we got into it and then we also meant, um, went into The Great Gatsby which was the book we read last week um, so you got any thoughts on the last episode? Yeah uh, I was mainly surprised with how well it was received yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we really appreciate the sport and yeah yeah there's a lot more people interested in reading books than we expected and, and a lot of people were saying things like uh, now I want to read books and it, that's that's really yeah. nice to hear for us and that's like exactly what we wanted out of this when yeah we, when we put it out. a lot of people even asked me to send them like links to what we were reading and what we we're gonna read yeah so like the cat runner and the Gatsby last week um, obviously the Gatsby I think was a good book to start with because you say that very, <laughs> it's a very well, like some of the feedback I got was like some people were, um, some people thought that it was a very heavy book to get into for a first book oh also, really in terms of like the, the amount of detail that was within that book no that is true in terms of like our expertise in terms of discussing like we don't really discuss books that much and mm. um, analysing that book and uh, is very thick in, in a lot of like writing techniques that yeah uh, that, that was definitely a lot that so like, I think if you read that like once or twice then you, you notice more things that's, that's that kind of book you know and yeah I think that's that pretty much wraps up in the, the like the feedback we got it's, uh, yeah, it, was, it was it was good and um in terms of other things what we can improve on just like uh, I was the main culprit of interrupting Shabak here <laughs> I was like interrupting every five seconds or so um, and yeah we'll improve on that uh, but for now we'll go into the camera um, this episode is probably going to contain a lot of spoilers so if you haven't watched the film or read the book I, I would advise you to uh, turn off right here mate <laughs> unless you want to hear our thoughts on it before you, before you go into it but yeah there's also a lot of adult themes so if you're like of a certain age I say under 18 nah, nah. I think 15 year olds can handle it yeah, nah, I was a big man I was a big man of 15 years old traumatizing. Traumatizing. <laughs> yeah the, so there's a lot of adult themes in the book it's and not for the younger generation those, yeah and those themes like they sort of evolve around the whole like the whole plot yeah so it's very important to the plot those adult themes it's not like we can yeah. just ignore yeah, it yeah you can't just ignore it and, and like glance over it yeah, and we have uh, our Afghan guest, not because he's like you know, it's like, Afghan, isn't it? It's yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's not an expert. He's not an expert in <laughs> Afghanistan. It's he just, just it's near as Afghan he he could grab. Yeah. yeah, it was just like, oh wow, look, it's Kabul. Get this guy on. <laughs> but yeah, once we started reading the book, we were just like, yo, we, we can't do this episode without bringing it on. Because we need to know if because yeah, uh, he's been there. <laughs> What do you, you mean? Know if it's like been there, done that. <laughs> 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 right, so, um, the Carry Runner, there's a book. 
um, written by Khalid Hosseini. He's a, a Afghan born American novelist and he's written a few other books that have been very popular. <laughs> and um, one of them was Thousand Splendid Sons and, and, and The Mountains Echoed. Um, those are two other really popular books. The Chiron was released in 2003. When was the film released? Any ideas? 2007. Oh, wow. That's so why. He already knows. <laughs> this is why, why we put him. Yeah, we actually <laughs> we we're saying that, but we actually just watched the film. Like we all watched the film together, just to <laughs> sort of compare and refresh our like refresh our memory about it. But also, um, just to make sure the subtitles are correct. <laughs> <laughs> right. They were correct to a certain degree. Oh, okay. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There, there were some dialects that were there were some bits that were missing, but. It, Overall, the sentence, sentence made sense, mm. so it was fine. That's all that right. matters. Yeah, do you want to give a summary of the book? <laughs> well, yeah. summary yeah, just go, like yeah, that. Just go for it, and I'll, I'll help you out. Um, what you need. Well, <coughs> are, are you going through parts of the session, or are you just going to go through the whole book in summary? Yeah. I'll say summarize it first, and then we just pick out things that we liked and the, the details that we found interesting. You know, um, <clears throat> to try summarize it. I mean, where to start that book? It's, it was a pretty good book. It was. It was. Um, the, okay, uh, just trying to figure out how to do this. Right, let me start. So it starts off. Oh, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Go for it. Yeah. So the main character is a boy called Amir. Mm-hmm. And he, um, he's born he's born and raised in Kabul up till he's about 15 and that's the book's based in the 1960s from the start and it sort of follows like a linear timeline so it starts from 1965 or something like that and then it continues throughout the character's life until about 2003 or something um, and it's describing it sort of describes like his relationship with his dad his uh, servant who he, he he sort of like shared like childhood from from the moment of birth in terms of they had the same woman breastfeeding them yeah. and yeah so they suckled his servant, from the same woman so they suckled his servant, from the same woman <laughs> yeah so his servant was sort of like his best friend and um, obviously the dynamics of that is really interesting because that's his servant and the the pride and and, and uh, politics of like the Afghan culture it was uh like interested in that regard because he can't really go out into the public and like, he, he he gets sort of looked down upon in terms of yeah. that's his servant why are, you, why are you talking to your servant like why, why are you interacting with your servant as if he's yeah. your as if he's your brother yeah so you go ahead and continue from there yeah so uh that's how it starts off with in terms of the relationship between those two but mostly the kid he's trying to get you know like so he's trying to get that acceptance from his dad because yeah. his dad thinks that you know he's a worse compared to like the Afghan he's culture not a man. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is all tough and yeah, yeah. rough and stuff you know <laughs> <laughs> so basically he, he even says like in a quote that if I hadn't seen the doctor pull him out of my wife this with, is a dad talking yeah with my own eyes I would never believe that he's my son mm. um, which hits the American and does, like I don't remember does he hear that yeah he hears that okay. the when he eavesdropped yeah, on he hears it from his friend it was, so the dad was with uh, his business partner who, yeah. he sort of like um, raised the kid as well as if he's his uncle or whatever so um, the dad he, he's always confiding in his business partner and his business partner is always around the family so the, the business partner knows um, the main character Amir and the um, sort of other protagonist called Hassan who's the servant of, of Amir so they, like he knows them from, from like inside out their personalities from birth to um, would you say like 12 years old or whatever that's yeah. when that's when their story sort of starts <clears throat> that's when yeah so um, he, he basically hears that 
from their little convo and from there on he seeks to get his father's approval yeah. from because he knows that he's not as strong as like Hassan is one important detail that is um, when Amir was born his mother died giving birth to him so um, he, he thinks in the back of his head even, he, even though he's really young he's he's very intelligent and articulate so he in the back of his head he thinks that he's a failure in his dad's eyes like he, he, he thinks that he took his mother from his dad basically and it, it, it sorts it, that like that time that mentality and that those thoughts in his head they keep getting repeated over and over in the book like I'm not good enough I'm not good enough mm. and he's always trying to do things to um, please his dad but that clashes against his personality which is kind of like a, a coward like a cowardly yeah, personality because the thing is his dad wants him to be like this strong yeah. like guy much of man but he's more into books yeah storytelling yeah storytelling and stuff like that and his dad's like you know why why are you why, why are you yeah, doing that are you being a soft and then more into that convo that his dad has with his friend is that he basically says that he's seen the way that the other kids treat Amir yeah and that they push him around and stuff and he doesn't do anything about doesn't stand, it. He doesn't stand up for himself. Yeah. And always it's Hassan that comes and stands up for him. Yeah. And um, it's interesting to know that Hassan, because he's a servant, usually the servant and the person that, you know, he works for, they don't really have that tight kind of relationship. Yeah. So when Hassan's always, like, protecting him and stuff like that, to the other kids, it's always like... Because his father doesn't want Amir to grow up with that reputation, like, oh, wow, his servant's always the one yeah. that's protecting him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'll probably next mention the actual name, where it comes from. So the cat runner, um, that's another sort of aspect in the, in, the, in the book. So the actual name of the cat runner is about the sport that they, they played in Afghanistan around that time. And apparently it was a very popular competition where uh, was it a yearly thing would you say or regularly it was like a regular competition where um, kids would fly kites and um, try and knock each other's kites out of the sky and then whatever um, kite lands they'll try and catch it and use that as a trophy sort of so they'll run so the kite runner name comes from them running to, c- to collect the kites as trophies basically I wanted to ask you if that's if that's actually a legit thing and I don't know did you ever experience it <laughs> I don't know about the trophy and all that part but did you chase so, kites yeah <laughs> once you see a kite so you're a falling from the sky you know that you know it's anybody's uh, catch so the first one to get it it's theirs and so they keep, pretty the, much they keep the kite keep your, whoever gets it it's yeah. theirs okay so yeah so, so that was legit so that was legit in, yeah. the, in a way <laughs> so, so do you ever like fly kites when you're younger yeah of course oh man I ain't never done even, any of that <laughs> even grown men fly kites here and there you know yeah. but it's, it's, it's more of a uh, kids, kids thing because mm. you know men don't want to be seen as a kind of playing kids sport mm. it's not really a sport but you know it's, it's like a little hobby that you just do do you want to comment on like the culture of like uh, the culture that they try and demonstrate within the within the movie, and if you think that's accurate, like in terms of, it looks like there's a lot of people with a lot of pride on their on, on their hands, like that's the the main focus for them, and they sort of make all their decisions with that the 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 idea that someone else is looking at them, like the, the people are going to talk about them. Do you think that's true? Um, with pride, it's it's a little difficult. Because in the African culture, 
we're always very close to each other, whether yeah. it's immediate family or out of family mm. in the community. So you always have to do, watch yourself on what you do and how you compose yourself in the community. Any any action or anything you do is going to be reverberated throughout the community. So yeah. whatever you do, anything anything small, you know, you you see a grown man flying a kite, it's not going to look very good to use it. You know, uh, same way if if, if you if, if you just start. Uh, making a kid look like as if he's a, a p- you know, something to look great on you, but it's a serious father. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's just, it's just those things. It's, mm. um, yeah. Yeah. So, do you have any comments on that? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> so when you when you like before you started reading the book, like what were you expecting when you were going in? <laughs> no, nah, because uh, I already saw the you movie. You saw the film, yeah, yeah. yeah. In this guy might in secondary school. That just showed it in in the school. Like, yeah, like yeah, wow. for we were doing in our we were doing Islamic studies, okay. and that was the like the introduction. So to what's Islamic, Islamic studies got to do with someone flying a <laughs> No, because it was around like. Afghanistan Muslim and Islam and all of that so the teacher just thought you know what slap in there let me set them up with this that is a far reach for them to nah it is is. studies with some kids playing with kites nah but the the thing is that the whole movie isn't about them playing kites I think the reason why she put that in there is because of like what happens towards the end when like the Taliban and that come in or that's what I'm thinking that's why she did it because <laughs> I mean I don't know what she was trying to do because yeah, yeah. uh, like obviously the car runner the, the guy is Muslim he's Sunni he's uh, so the Azara yeah. which is like Azara yeah which are like the minority which look Chinese in Afghanistan so the servant and his family are they're from like Shia yeah they're, they're, so, they're Azara so they're a minority in, in Afghanistan and um, in the book they, they try and um, emphasise how much they're looked down upon and all the different um, there's a lot of Afghans that comment on their relationship in terms of he's a you're, you're uh, like you're a prominent figure you're from a wealthy family the main character from a wealthy family but he's always hanging around this minority character yeah and um, uh, to touch up on that he's also a Shia yeah. <laughs> he's a Sunni to also touch up on that uh what I was saying before about him trying to get his father's approval and stuff like yeah. that uh, he notices that his father's always trying to include him into things he's always trying to include yeah. the servant always trying to include the servant yeah. and Amir's basically trying to just make sure that it's him and his father mm. and whenever his father includes his servant he gets a bit up, he gets upset by that he yeah. doesn't really like it jealous yeah so when his father says we're gonna go to like Jalalabad I don't know if I said that right <laughs> but I mean that, yeah you know what I mean so, so you got a bit of fun yeah so when they go to Jalalabad it feels good on the tongue you know <laughs> Jalalabad yeah. when they go right, there <laughs> when they go there um, he's always like yeah let's go and let's go bring uh, Hassan along yeah, with yeah. us and he's like ah oh, again so uh, and then him and Hassan they always go to walk, like him being Emir always go to like this hill thing next to the pomegranate tree and it's there that Hassan always like you know Emir always reads uh, Hassan like books and stuff so, like that let me just comment on that so Hassan is a literate he's a servant so they raised him as a servant like so his father actually came into the household of Amir um, due to him growing up with Amir's father as well. So his father was Amir's father's servant from the beginning and then he had the son and that son was born into a uh, servant, or whatever you want to mm. call it. And um, 
that is sort of a, a big thing as well. So I think yeah, nah, cause uh, cause that's why um, like the dad was very respectful, like, respectful of them. Well, that's how it is. His grandfather, <laughs> yeah, Amir's grandfather. So being Amir's dad's dad, he adopted. Um, Ali, which is the Hassan guy's dad, yeah. as a as an orphan, yeah. and he adopted him, and then he they grew up him and his son like grew up together, mm. and which is similar to Ali and Hassan, and Hassan growing Amir and Hassan, Amir and Hassan growing yeah. up, yeah. Um, and the thing is, Amir is always trying to like sort of. Because when he's reading him books and stuff like that, yeah. he gets like a sense of pride yeah, yeah. that he's able to read and, and that of, he's not... And a bit of superiority. Like, ooh, yeah, ooh, there's a complex going on yeah. there. Um, and then he, he's also upset with how much, like how devoted Hassan is to him. So like if you would tell him to eat that, he would eat that. But, and he actually says that to him. He's like, if I told you to eat that, would you eat that? And Hassan Gal, you know, looked at him like, <laughs> I don't know. Would I don't think make me. I don't think. I don't think he's. Up, do I don't think he's upset because of that. I think it's because he feels bad about it. So for him, it's like, why doesn't this guy? Like, yeah, to, that's the to thing. stop me from feeling bad, I want him to stop. Yeah. yeah, he's annoyed by like because he keep he like. There's this other scene as well where he like chucks pomegranates at him yeah to like get him but to that's retaliate a lot, that's a lot later on that's, that's a lot after later the madness yeah. has happened but it's just relevant <laughs> to this point yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he chucks the pomegranates at him to get him annoyed you know to just like fight back and what happens is that Hassan like stands up and so Amir's like okay now he's about, now like he might do something innit yeah. and then he grabs a pomegranate and then he like smashes it against his face his own face yeah and then he's like this what you happy now and like just runs away from him and that like upsets him like even more because the thing is it's like he doesn't see himself is purely as Hassan as he sees Hassan yeah. he's always like oh Hassan doesn't lie yeah he's always like oh, so, yeah it's so like, that's the thing he's he's a young man he's a young man like he's 12 years old in this but he's having a lot of conflicts within his own mind yeah. and like he, he feels like he, he, he shouldn't he, he knows that in terms of like um, having a servant and having all these things gifted to him there's even a point where he has a birthday party and he people give him money and he's like I'm not going to spend this money what am I going to do with it he knows all these things are like just the, the the cards that he was dealt, you know, he knows that this in a, in a like a totally just world, everyone would be equal, and he's guilty. Like he feels guilty about that. I think, and then um, and the fact that he's always around the servant, um, he that like further like makes him feel even more guilty, you know. Yeah, that is like and that's why he's so conflicted, and he's always trying to impress his father. So and he's still trying to be a kid and enjoy himself and play games with Hassan so he's still like being friends with him he's treating him sort of like a brother but the funny thing is like when they have guests over he'll still he would ignore Hassan yeah, he would he would play with, with the guests yeah yeah so yeah so basically to summarise the beginning part that's what the story tells focuses us on, yeah. yeah it focuses on how like strong his dad is how much he looks up to him how much his dad is pretty much everything that he's not um, it also talks about how he's trying to get the approval of his father and the relationship with 
uh, Hassan and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's the thing. In each part of the story, for me, like I noticed that it's always, there's always, in the beginning, it's sort of like a peaceful area. You know, it's like everyone's, everyone's sort of in peace. Everyone's going about their daily lives with no trouble. But there's this sort of the connotation, like there's an overhanging, like conflict that's about to happen. That's how you feel because the the narrator is always making all these little details, like this guy, um, the way they they talk to each other and how um, the main character has always got conflict within his own mind. You know. Yeah. So th- there's always that thought that something's gonna erupt and then it does <laughs> yeah and that it goes completely yeah. wrong yeah so um, I think the start of that is when there's a kite, a kite tournament and so yeah the, the kite tournament is the beginning of like the end um, in terms of how peaceful uh, Afghanistan was in terms of how peaceful things were from our point of view reading a book from, that's yeah, the thing pretty much that's why I, w- I wanted our guests here to, to emphasize on some things just in case like we're being yeah. totally ignorant <laughs> like shut us down if you want to but uh, um, so yeah this that's the thing in terms of the, the actual kite competition um, Amir the main character feels like the only times he relates with his dad is in terms of sports he's tried different sports football and he's, yeah. he's like terrible he's, he's got no athletic ability he's clumsy he's nothing like his dad that everyone's always gassing about like his dad's the guy that hosts these big yeah, parties and, does and he's very things. social yeah. he's like oh I'm that guy yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, he's always trying to impress his dad and in the cat competition that's the only time he can actually relate to his dad and they start like talking to each other and enjoying each other's company yeah. even though throughout that the author is still making it seem like there's there's still going to be some conflict arising, so as if both the father and the son know that it's not going to last forever. So, so oh, yeah. that's it, it's kind of sad, but yeah, that's where it begins, and then the kite tournament happens, and yeah. apparently with each kite, kite um, let's say the player of, of the competition, they have two players, um, one feeding feeding the, the spool, the thread, yeah. yeah, one feeding the thread, and one actually flying the kite. Is that real? Yeah. What is well, you, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I can't one guy to do everything together. Yeah, you like, can do yourself, but uh, yeah. you, know, you, you want to be concentrating on the thread itself yeah. instead of the spool, you know, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. out of control. Yeah, but surely you have even more, more tech if you could do both of them. Like. Well, if you have more tech, if you're an advanced user, <laughs> 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 you know, when, when these are kids, you know. Yeah, Limited experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, he's, so the main character's um, thread, yeah, the main character's thread holder is Hassan, so yeah. his servant. So they're working together in that competition to try and win. And yeah, eventually they, they win it. Well, yeah, it's a long, <laughs> long story, story short. short. I, I don't want to like go into too much detail. I'm not going to start talking about like how the kites were flying. And they were flying around each other. <laughs> and one by one, they cut down each sky from, kite from the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that's extra. That's extra. So they pretty much went, he yeah, went they it, win, and then he's like okay. sees his dad all happy and yeah. stuff. We'll, Everyone's we'll proud of him. Yeah, and then uh, Hassan basically says to him, "Let me go run this. Let me go get this kite for you. So yeah. I'll run the kite for you." Yeah. And then uh, Amir's like this, like, "All right, make sure you bring it back." And then he's like, and then that's when he drops that quote, which is uh, for you a thousand times, and then. In the book, it's sad because it says that that was the last time that he saw Hassan like give a proper smile. smile yeah. And the reason for that is pretty dramatic because mm. when he goes to get the kite, so give a little bit background there as well. Yeah, yeah, the background I think is needed. Yeah. So before that, um, if, let's just say a few weeks before that, just give him a yes like background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a few weeks. <laughs> a few weeks before. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Amir and Hassan they're having like they're, they're coming back from a little game they were playing or cinema whatever it was yeah. they're coming back from it and then they encounter some older boys who are a bit aggressive <laughs> oh, <laughs> understatement yeah. yeah but one of them the, the like the lead of those three boys is another like he's basically racist <laughs> he, he's basically grown up with the idea that the 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 minority, the Azarats, yeah. are, are filth. Like they're not pure, and he, he he's got he, yeah he's he's even quoting Hitler. He's saying like if Hitler was still alive, he's like yo these guys will be wiped out, and it will be the it will be it will be it will still still be like the pure species. And what the, was it? The Pashtuns. The Pashtuns, yeah, yeah. they're the natives of the country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even though he's blonde, isn't that weird? The main, that character mm. in the book, he's blonde and blue eyes or something. Yeah, yeah. he's half German, half yeah, 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 uh, Afghan. Yeah. I don't know, what kind of breed that is. It's, it's a weird breed. There's all kinds, man. There's all kinds. That's me. Yeah, so they encounter. So that guy's called Asif, and he, he comes with the two guys, yeah? So they're basically bullies. And they come, and um, his his weapon of choice to, to bully people with is brass knuckles. So those knuckles, those like metal things you put on your knuckles and you beat people up with. Yeah, knuckle duster. <laughs> yeah, knuckle duster. Oh, goodness me. Listen, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just I'm detailing it as the book. <laughs> yeah, so um, that guy comes with that, and he's about to beat up... Um, He's about. To, he basically friends the two guys. He basically friends the two main characters, Hassan and, and Amir. And then Amir stands up for them by pulling out his slingshot. Uh, uh, so Hassan, he, Hassan. Hassan. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Ha, all right, mate. Bloody hell. Yeah, I mean, Hassan. <laughs> yeah, jumped on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hassan comes. A sling. He always carries a slingshot, and he's very accurate. Accurate with it. And he basically defends them by saying, "Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke your eye, but <laughs> yeah, I'll take your eye. Yeah, I'll take your eye up. Yeah. So, and that that point is actually very. It's very important to mention here that what. Uh, Hassan basically did by going against the custom which is the Azraths would never normally like talk back talk. or do anything like that yeah. to the was it Pashtuns yeah. and for him to actually take a stone and to threaten that guy yeah. whose father is like of a He's high position as well. as well yeah to do that for uh, to protect like Emir was a very like bold move yeah it was like one that could actually cost him his life but at that time there because he had the slingshot and that guy had nothing but his knuckle dusters nothing happened to them so that guy says this is not finished basically yeah this story is not closed mate I'm coming back for you I'm coming back for you yeah and then that's when Emir just like realises how like loyal privileged and loyal he he is to yeah yeah and um, so fast forward two weeks later yeah, shall we say yeah, back to the kite thing. <laughs> back to the kite thing. Um, so Hassan runs off to get the kite and um, he takes his time basically and so Amir goes to looking for him and um, this is where the adult themes begin so Amir goes looking for him he finds him basically and he's um, Hassan is cornered by the three bullies again Asif the, so the guy with the, the knuckle dusters yeah and um <clears throat> And this time um, Hashan like shows his first like true display of cowardice <laughs> he doesn't back his boy <laughs> he doesn't back his boy oh you mean Amir Amir my bad my bad alright boy this guy, did I even read the book Hashan's a G bro yeah Hashan's a G my bad so Amir shows his first display of cowardice so he sees um, Hassan about to get um, bullied um, and they threaten they threaten 
Hassan by saying, by saying um, yeah, we'll let you go this time, but you have to give us the cat. But Hassan's like loyalty, to, like he lives by loyalty yeah, to the death. Just supersedes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's an honourable trait to have. But uh, maybe I don't know. What do you think? Maybe you could have just given him the cat. Yeah. So, it, uh, to, be, to just to put be honest, a bit of context. Yeah. Because the thing was, uh, he was saying the Hassan I was saying to Asif and that like, no, nah, I'm Asif. not giving you to this yeah. this kite because he what he wanted it fair and square right yeah, yeah, this yeah. is his thing and he told me like basically because he knows that he promised him that he'll go get this kite for him innit yeah. so he's not looking to back down for this and then that's when the Asif guys like this listen you like you mug uh, with like you filthy half breed yeah with with yeah. with Amir do this for you yeah. like you've seen the starts- way when guests come like he doesn't play with you like why are you this loyal like dog basically do you think he's that character is actually asking questions or is he trying to make him feel bad no, he's basically trying to do both he's yeah, trying to make him feel both. bad and trying to get him to realise that yeah. you know, you're not treated the way you're mm. supposed to be treated yeah exactly mm. Um, basically because he's because like Asif's always like why is this guy so loyal like he's just a servant you know what I mean why is he doing all of this he's actually curious yeah that's what he and then (laughs) I need to be a guy like this (laughs) give me a Asif but yeah um, so Amir is actually seeing this like he's actually watching all of this from from relatively close distance so he he can see everything he can hear everything yeah and Hassan's like um, to a hit for him to answer all of that he just basically says Amir's my friend innit yeah. but he doesn't know that Amir's watching, watching yeah. him like be backed up into a corner Yeah. and at this point you think like you're just like saying yo Amir like back the thing innit just yeah. like back yeah, your yeah, guy yeah, yeah. and then that's the thing it's the main character he's the main character and with a lot of books stories films series whatever you want to call it the main character is the guy that you as a as a viewer want to back and you want to like enjoy his presence you want to like follow his story and enjoy it but with Amir he's he, he's like got all these traits where you just don't like him yeah <laughs> and he, he keeps showing them so over and over <laughs> yeah and you, you don't really enjoy it like yo why am I following this yeah, guy yeah you don't really chill, like yeah, him yeah let me just chill the house for a bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he, yeah, he's he's seen all of this he's watching all of this and um, Asif basically he says give me the cat or something something gonna something's you, gonna, bad's gonna, gonna happen to you do something that you you'll never forget about, yeah. yeah and basically what um, uh, so Hassan's loyalty um, I want to touch on that a bit after um, his loyalty re- remains strong and he gets he gets violated um, by Asif um, more than violated more than violated <laughs> he gets violated by Asif in terms of <laughs> he actually gets raped yeah and um the funny thing is the two other bullies that are with Asif that are like saying isn't this wrong and um, the the like, teacher the mother the the teacher of Islamic studies told like this, told us this is like this is all wrong and this isn't right yeah they're just like yo isn't this like a bit too far yeah and then he's like this this is just the Azran who cares yeah so, so he's yeah. like uh, we he he thinks he's doing he thinks he's doing his people a favor basically that's like his mindset he's, he he purely thinks that they're just dirt and um, he's punishing them. Is what his mindset is. Because he doesn't really value him as As a human being. 
think yeah. that's all what. Yeah. And that's the thing. Uh, in terms of Hassan's loyalty, I was going to touch on it in terms of like him growing up. I don't think you can say that um, he could have been smart and just given him the cattle and he would have like been let go. But then again, like his whole life, he grew up as a servant. So just imagine that, like every single day of your life, you're you're cooking this guy breakfast here, and he's your boy. Like you're growing up with him, you fed from the same breast as him from birth, mm. and you're cooking for him, cleaning for him, preparing his stuff. Right? Like you've never read a book, you're not, you're not. Um, you're not educated you're illiterate and that that sort of has a factor in it as well do, do you think if he was like educated he, he would he would change his mind or do you think that was just his natural nah. I feel like um, whether he was educated or not he genuinely likes yeah Emir, like his first words when he was a kid was Emir. Mm. Um, and uh, Emir's first words was his dad, because that's kind of like. So, yeah, Hassan's first words was Emir. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can imagine that's like so loyalty like that's from who the beginning. He looks up to, and then Emir's first word was like Baba, and he looks up to his dad yeah. like so much. Um, and, and then, like, obviously that happens. To, to Hassan and Amir is watching the whole thing yeah like and he does nothing yeah. and then afterwards he waits for like Hassan to come out and stuff like that and Hassan comes out limping you know like blood bleeding come, yeah coming down his trousers and stuff like that and then he comes up to him and he's like oh where you been like everyone's getting worried yeah and then he's like this like let's just go home before like our parents worry and yeah and then like from there on Hassan isn't the same like bubbly like he's he, he starts sleeping longer days uh, that's just in the beginning I think uh, oh, it's like a week and then like in terms of what I mean by like it's, it's not like obviously he, he's been violated so he's he's, 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 he's been through a traumatic so, yeah, experience he's going through that traumatic experience but like, I think he actually Recovers, but he so he, he goes through like a week where he's he's not helping out his dad with the chores or something like he's not seen at all. So basically he's recovering, and then he start he comes back, um, and then he's trying he's trying to like rekindle his relationship with uh, Amir. He's, he he doesn't understand what's wrong. Why is Amir rejecting him? So Amir he's seen all of this that's happened, and now he has um, he still got the, now he had all that conflict that he already already had, and now he's already seen this as well, and that puts even more conflict in his brain. Yeah, and that's just so much guilt. Yeah, he's just really guilty from a young age, and. Um, that makes him feel like he doesn't want to see he basically wants to imagine like he just wants to pretend like that none of, none of it happened so he, he doesn't want to see uh, Hassan at all and every time Hassan tries to approach him he ignores him and um, I think that's like Hassan trying to recover and like make like return to no, to a normal life you know and yeah, forget Hassan's about the trying thing trying to come back into yeah. it obviously he just keeps getting shunned out by yeah. a man he's like why is like why is this happening yeah I think that's like the first stage of conflict within the book, and then, and then it just keeps on escalating. Yeah. Um, I think we should, yeah, we'll, we'll keep going into that. But yeah, so that happens in terms of um, Hassan trying to rekindle that relationship, but Amir doesn't accept it because he's got that guilt and he doesn't want to see Hassan again. And he even gets to a point where he suggests to his own father. Um, have you ever considered changing servants basically yeah. and then his his father like like gets really angry at him and he's like why would you ever do that these guys are like your family yeah, they're like, your brother uh, I've had them for like 40 years yeah we've been them from life like both of us yeah. I, I grew up with this guy and you grew up with that guy so what, don't ever mention this again mm. 
And um, so what happens next is uh, Amir frames um, he frames Hassan. So he gets he has a birthday party, and um, the only way he sees it right now is he, he can't live with Amir. He can't live with Hassan in his life, and so he they have a birthday party. He gets a lot of presents, and um, he frames Amir by saying that Amir stole my presents, basically. Yeah, he, frames I mean, he frames Hassan by <laughs> <laughs> third time's the charm. <laughs> so he frames Hassan and. Um, the funny thing is Hassan like owns up to it so at that point Hassan realises that uh, uh, Amir must have witnessed everything that happened yeah like he, he had the suspicions of what not and even uh, Hassan's dad started to start to get like get suspicions as well that yeah, something's wrong. maybe he knows like something happened and obviously uh, Hassan told his pops yeah um, so after um Amir frames Hassan uh, they all end up like uh, it's, it's not really a confrontation but they they have a meeting where, so Hassan's dad uh, Amir's dad Amir and Hassan are all in a room and they they, they basically ask uh, Hassan did you steal the thing and Hassan says yes and uh, that, that's basically him acknowledging that um, that he knows everything that happened and um, he also um, he also realizes that that this relationship is probably not going to continue mm-hmm. like him and his his sort of best friend. Um, and in the book as well, he also mentions that that was another sacrifice which Hassan basically yeah. gave to him. So that he, he, he realizes that, but he still remains loyal, which is crazy. Yeah, even though that he knows that he didn't steal the watch, and he knows that Amir knows that he didn't steal the watch, yet yeah. he still took the blame yeah. for it thinking and that's know, how it, he's this mad at me mm. and that's how it's been throughout their whole childhood so uh, every time Hassan would would get uh, like confronted by someone every time Amir would get confronted by someone Hassan would step into it and get beaten up as a result of it and then um, they'll just go and say that Hassan like uh, a good tri- he tripped or he something he fell over, yeah. so he's always taking the blame like from day one and until the end basically and so the funny thing is um, Amir's dad even forgives Hassan yeah. he's like uh, it's done it's it, it, yeah, it's not a big deal like just forget our kids make mistakes and then uh, Ali which is Hassan's dad is like yeah we can't stay here anymore like it's impossible for us to continue uh-huh. and then he's like what are we on about he's like yeah we're, we're leaving uh, and then obviously Amir's dad doesn't understand like why why are you doing this so he's and like the third he's like the third party everyone knows what actually happened at this happened, point yeah yeah and then they're like yeah we've already packed our bags if you could just take us to this place and then he's trying to tell them listen I told you already like I've forgiven them it's done and they're like yeah we can't we can't continue living here mm-hmm. and then um that's pretty much for the end of phase one yeah end of phase one <laughs> but yeah um, we just watched the film as well like a couple of hours back and like do you feel like that got reflected in the film at all those conflicts like, the book was mad detailed I don't think I think the film just glanced I, yeah. like, I think the film was just like an overview of the yeah. here's the what happened here's the story yeah, yeah. So they, 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 they did a better summary yeah. than we did it kept moving quicker than than what the book described yeah, yeah I haven't read the book but in the movie you know you, you can tell from his facial reactions and yeah. the way they portray the characters and how they felt I think they've done the movie pretty well mm. but yeah nowhere near as detailed but what can you do was it two hour, one hour and a half film yeah, you, you can't, can't, really, like, you can't really force so everything in there there's so much detail into that book that and you can't uh, it gets to a certain point where it, like if you put too much continuity then it, it just 
yeah, yeah. It doesn't, you can't, it's too long basically yeah, you you're gonna have to bring out a series like Star Wars or something but, yeah um, but in terms of like like films that are based on African style uh, in general do you feel like this is a good rep- representation because like oh. when we have Somali films yo they violate oh, Black Hawk Down <laughs> Black Hawk Down boy the thing is <laughs> Nah, but at least we won the war, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won the war. <laughs> we won, we kicked them out. That's what matters. Did you kill them? Yeah, America. All right, relax, man. You know, patriotism. I don't think they ever even came in. They were just flying over and then get shut them down and that's it. Yeah, we kicked them out. That's why we, they didn't even came in. Oh, okay, we kicked them out. Wait. Do you feel like they represented you well? I'm the captain now. The thing is, with that movie, it's, it's a popular movie, right? In terms of yeah. representing, uh, well, that's been shot in Afghanistan. Yeah. But was how it, many was other it shot in Afghanistan? Well, I don't know, but it's representing yeah. Afghanistan in the set, as the environment. Yeah. The question really is, are there that many movies that are popular mm. that are shot or environment, the environment being in Afghanistan? Mm. No, but... For the top of my head, I only know this one. But obviously, yeah, number one. And some Rambo ones, and that's it. Yeah, but, okay, but <laughs> what if, like, what, in terms of, like... Because what's more relatable is the society that he built. Like, well, not he built, but, like, that he's talking about. Talking about, yeah. Um, in the film. Yeah, it seems servants like, yeah. With well, I don't know about that time. I wasn't even born that time, so... <laughs> don't lie, bro. Don't <laughs> lie. We all know you. I couldn't relate, so... <laughs> but in terms of uh, reading on history and uh, listening to older generation and what they say, yeah. it seems... Yeah, it seems accurate enough. Mm. Obviously... There's things that are debatable, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll leave that out. Yeah, I, I think they done. I don't think. I think they done you a lot better justice than they do us in in, in Somali films. But what, like, what do they have uh, in Somali? Films? No, I'm just saying like they don't. There's no film or any book that I feel like that I has been that's, popularized and that's probably like, represented have, actual like, culture. Somali authors. Oh, well, not. What are you doing then, boy? Pick up your pen. <laughs> that, that's the thing. If we... Maybe you don't have that many conflicts as we do. I mean, throughout history or throughout the history of the creation of Afghanistan, yeah. from, from Khorasan, no, from 1709 the... till now, there's just been war and then and then war again and then, yeah. then yeah, tribal the, the good fights. thing is, though, about what he did uh, in the book as well, like he also mentions that there is this beauty to Afghanistan like the valleys the, yeah. the like there's actually good places especially in the first in the, like the first hundred pages yeah. of the book yeah it was, it was mainly him like so like really what I'm saying is describing. if there were like Somali like Somali isn't an ugly country you know what I mean someone that's very well equipped in terms of knowing how to like write books and stuff Articulate. like that, yeah, they would be able to. I think the story allowed it. To, obviously, if you come up with a good story, on the scenery like, and the yeah. environment of the country instead of other storytellers yeah. getting straight to the point of what happened in that country instead in in this in this story or the book, it it, it needed to describe the beauty and then have that stark difference of after. What happened? Yeah, what happened. Yeah, that's so it needed point. that like context of what it needed to show and tell in the book. Mm, Otherwise, you you wouldn't be able to kind of see the difference between just be like, between okay. one yeah. chapter to the next where mm. something big happens. There's no it needs that dramatic. Um, yeah, that's a good point because the the writer does do that well. In the first part, he's he's talking about like how peaceful and calm yeah. and like things is. 
um, like in terms of how his father's living, just chilling and whatnot. Because even in the movie, you can see where the streets of uh, bustling in the, in the markets, you yeah. know, the food markets, smelling of kebab, hey. all these, you know, smells and, you know, people doing business. Yeah, that's a good live, smell, isn't it? People people living business. High, high life. <laughs> that's a lovely smell. Even that smell of money. <laughs> even his, his father living such a you know lavish life, you know, with a Mustang in a mansion. Yeah. yeah. And then you see the war happens with the tanks, the Russian tanks. Mm. It gives you a complete different image of what it was and what it is. Complete contrast. Yeah. So um, at this point, we we sort of covered like I think a lot of the writing was done like covering that beginning phase and describing Afghanistan in, in a good way and then um, basically it jumps into the war um, like Which Russians like phase two yeah Just but for the, me it doesn't keep going yeah, so it, for me it doesn't he doesn't go into a lot of detail in that regard I think he I think he acknowledges that everyone knows about it you know so he doesn't really bother so he, he talks about like they escaped the country and then suddenly they're in America he didn't really like emphasize on that a lot you know they even talk well, about in terms of what like, like the, war. the war itself and like how many people because his father was emphasizing that it's coming soon you know yeah. this, this event whatever it is it's not going to last you know where he says something about some student got shot in the university and then that was like a lead up to the invasion yeah, yeah, yeah. in 1979 yeah where the Russians uh, well, invaded man came and took over yeah, the current yeah. leader it was, was a good move to bring him in <laughs> I mean that's a tactical move right there. Exactly, yeah. I mean, the person that they had installed, the leader, yeah. I can't remember, I think his name is Amunullah Khan or something. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> he, I mean, he was the one, I don't remember his name probably, or basically one of the guys that was installed as a leader. Yeah. He wasn't doing his job properly. Yeah. And people were... Was that know, the guy that his brother uh, took him? He, uh, just that guy that was installed. So the Russians had a, a leader installed yeah. and he was okay. controlling the, the, the what do you call it the MPs and the government and yeah. politics that's why, they, that's why you, in the movie or in the book you see that a lot of the women and the men they were allowed to drink and have the headscarf off which is which is a you know forbidden a western Some. a western uh, implementation of yeah yeah innovation yeah and obviously and even the, the, the father of Amir he was talking about how all his freedom is not going to last long mm. you know with the mullahs pressuring you know people into this yeah. kind of view remember mullahs are the Islamic teachers yeah yeah so yeah so, so to continue on with like the part two um, so he talks about war starting and the Russians invading and the father knows that because of what he says like he says that you know because he writes stuff so that he's he would be a target which is why oh, he wants to he leave because he was vocal about the communists yeah he was vocal about the communists that's it because back in that day they hadn't invaded yet but they had the person who was in charge of the country was a pro-communist yeah. you know he was always dealing with the Russians you know, getting yeah. aid yeah. from them you know having a government support and he knew when it went south he's going to be the first to, be to get the chop yeah so that's why he was like yeah we're going to go to Pakistan and then wherever and his dad says we're going to go to Pakistan yeah. you're going to escape to Pakistan and so that's when like they get this smuggler to get them from you know Kabul to Pakistan and that also has a lot of little connotations in, yeah uh, 
his mother died, his mother got killed and then um, they they also the soldiers it's like four four Russian soldiers basically raped him as well yeah oh the, the, the son. kid the yeah. son so that son that, that was a bully yeah he got he got so raped so he got what he did to well, he, he didn't did. do nothing he didn't really well, do he, he was an accomplice yeah yeah, yeah yeah essentially the same yeah. thing yeah, this guy's saying he, 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 justice yeah, <laughs> so basically karma came back to him full times over yeah, you, oh, some people might say that some people yeah. might say that yeah. some people might not <laughs> so yeah that happened and then afterwards um Eventually they get out of there. Eventually they get There's out. No, 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 There's nothing uh, more that happens after that. They but get out. that guy dies. Yeah, Kamal died. the Kamal guy he dies like he's he's very weak at that point, <laughs> and he, he he can't he can't um, handle the journey, the stress of the journey, and then he dies. And, and then his father kills himself. Yep. Why? He's got like, he's got nothing left. Basically, like, he's, he's in a very wife, and then his yeah, son he's died. in a very stressful state. Yeah, so you didn't show that in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. yeah, yeah. The movie short. Yeah, um, and then they, they get to Pakistan. They get to Pakistan. Uh, what happens in Pakistan? I don't know. They, they move to America. Pakistan. in Pakistan. Next thing we know, we are in the Bay Area, San yeah. Francisco. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. yeah, and that's pretty much like Act Two of the book of the book 